what is maybe one impactful thing you think an entrepreneur could do to help their brand or their business? I would say share your story. I mean, you're already on social media and you're already posting, you know, what items you have for sale, what packages you have to offer, but share a story, share something that has happened to you. Be vulnerable, be a bit vulnerable and share a story, something that has happened to you and watch your engagement goes up because that is what people want to connect with. They want to connect with you. People don't want to buy your products or services. They want to trust that you are the right person for them. And sharing your story does that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Yourpreneur. Today, I will be interviewing Carla Williams Johnson. Carla is the founder, CEO, (laughs) (laughs) media communication specialist at Carly Communications. I'll let Carly tell us a little bit more about her business and about where the name came from. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, As I mentioned, everyone calls me Carly because the name of my business is Carly Communications and I help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their visibility through the creative uses of the media. And by that, I mean, I help you show up where you need to show up so you can connect with the right people. And yes, there is a little bit of a story behind the name Carly. Carly is actually what my dad called me, rest in peace. Before he passed away, that was his, I guess, pet name. He used to call me and when I created my business, my father was the first entrepreneur of my family. So when I first started my business, I was like, oh, I have to pay homage to him somehow. So the name Carly, Carly Communications, is really an homage to him. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> so, uh, Carly. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, how did you get into this business? Is it at straight out of school you started oh. the business or how did it start? I have always had a love for advertising, marketing, communications, and I think I have worked on every advertising agency here in Trinidad and Tobago because I always knew I wanted to be in advertising. And people just told me, it's like, you have a knack for being creative and understanding the media and coming up with all these different innovative ideas, and you should open your own business. Now, nobody in opening their business at that. I was way scared. I had my daughter to see about, like, that wasn't going to happen. And then job to job, um, company to company, I finally made it to a place where I felt like this was something that I had to do. I was working with a company. Those people were um, a bit of a struggle to work with. And I remember waking up one day and saying, this is it for me. This, this is it. I need to open my own business. I need to do something more than just get, go to work every day. And would you have it? The Lord said, yes, you're right. As I got into the office that day, I didn't even put my bag down. HR called me and said, oh, your position is redundant. We no longer need you. It's like, okay, no. God. Yeah. I said, like, I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Very same day. And that was in April of 2016. And I have never looked back since. Wow. Yeah. So when you, 
when you started your business, since then you're, you're saying you've never been tempted to go back into corporate and Listen, sometimes, you know, there's a struggle, right? You know, we have the money struggle. But when I think about the lack of freedom that I would have sitting down in the office, but actually, no, sitting down in traffic first to get to the office and sitting down in the office from eight to four and then you have to, like, that's not the life I want. I want full control over my time. I want full control to do what I need to do. I also have two children now that need my help. They need my attention and support. So I need to be able to carve my own path and manage my own time. So sometimes the temptation is there, but it's never enough for me to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to go back. It's, mm -mm. it's not for me. Okay. How easy or hard is it to get clients? It's actually very easy. What makes it hard is when people don't know what their message is. I feel like a lot of people skip over that part. Like, who do I want to talk to and what do I want them to know? If you take the time to do what I call the hard work first, everything else is very easy because then you know where to show up. You know what to say. You know what to talk about. You know what products to sell, what services to provide. And I feel like that is just a, a, a step that too many people hop over. Once you do that grunt work, then definitely everything is going to be easier after that. Okay. All right. So I know that you would have been mentioned in Forbes magazine. Yes. That's a thing. That is a, that <laughs> like is I've been itching thing. to ask you about that. Yes. That is a thing. That tell, us, tell us about that and how it happened. Listen, I... I'm very good with the media. I mean, I am very versed with pitching and, you know, um, selling, not really selling myself, but sharing my story and letting people know what I'm about. And the opportunity came where they were looking for people to talk about the book that transformed their life, that transformed their business. And I said, you know what, let me send a pitch. And there's a book that I love called Essentialism by Greg McCowan. Everybody should read book I swear to God but I said you know what let me put through that how this book changed my life let me talk about why I think everyone should read this book and I was in shock that they actually accepted out of thousands of entries I was one of the people that they accepted they actually only accepted five and I was one of the people that they accepted and I remember getting the email in my inbox and staring at it for a good 10 minutes mouth open can't believe that Forbes actually thought that my little submission was good enough for them. And hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm in Forbes. <laughs> oh yeah, that actually happened. So, I mean, other than the prestige of being mentioned in Forbes, did, did you find that that helped you or helped your business? Once you get featured, it helps your business because we have moved to the online space. And don't get me wrong, online is very important. But anybody with a internet connection and a device can call themselves an expert. It says something about you when a media house, a third party, especially a reputable media house, can say, hey, you need to listen to this person or you need to watch this person. This person has something to say right? And that third party endorsement does wonders. Just that Forbes feature alone, I have seen my engagement gone up. I have seen my sales gone up because obviously PR is a long game. I can repeat 
over and over, I've been in Forbes, that makes people stand up and listen to me more. I create automatic authority in my industry once I have been featured in Indies publications. So I would encourage anybody to do so. It has worked tremendously well for me, even during the pandemic. Excellent. So would you say that's your greatest accomplishment to date? Well, I've had some major accomplishments. I'm not going to lie. I had Share some major them, ones. Major ones. Yes. But my my absolute major, like the one that took it home was when I first started in right. my business. I was working, stressing, frustrated. Nothing was happening. I felt like I was talking in vain. And all of a sudden, in my inbox was an email from Huffington Post oh, well, we would like to interview you as part of our 99 Limit Breaking Female Founders because we've been watching you for a while and we think you're doing great work. And I was like, they had to have sent this to the wrong person because here I am thinking I'm doing all of this and nobody's watching and Huffington Post is watching. And I swear to you, they contact, after they contacted me and I reached out within a day, they sent me some questions and I responded. I just had to send a headshot and there I am, a list of 99. I think I was the only one from the Caribbean and it felt so good to be validated. I can't tell you, you know, you, you feel like you're doing all of this work, but it feels so good to have that validation. Like, yes. yeah, you're doing it, you know? And I mean, everything else after that was just just icing on top. You know, I've been interviewed in Australia, I've been interviewed in New Zealand, I've been part of um, some local summits, some international summits, I've been everywhere. I've been to India and China, all of these virtually, but I was able to spread my message across all of these places, all of these countries, all of these continents, just from showing up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So did the, did the Huffington Post happen before or after Forbes? Before. Huffington Post happened, I started in 20, that would have been like 2017. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, that would have been either end of, end of 2016, early 2017. Huffington Post happened maybe 2018, around there. So maybe about a year after. Okay, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so having from very early in your career, have, you know, being featured in these prominent, <laughs> <laughs> you know, newspapers and magazines. What's next? World domination. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. Listen, I am all about building a legacy and building a lifestyle. And I want my Caribbean people to come with me. I feel like we in the Caribbean, we're so... Um, restricted by our borders, whether it's our physical borders or our mental borders. We think, you know, we only have to stay in our country or we only have to stay within our region. I want people to understand that there's a whole world outside there, a whole group of people, a whole audience of people who love us and they just need to get to know us. I remember I was so scared to put myself out there I thought I sounded different. I thought I looked different. And then when I started being featured and people heard my accent, they were like, oh my God, what accent is that? And then I started like taking pictures of like, you know, things that we take for granted, like going for doubles, going for bacon shack, going to the beach, you know, people are like, oh my God, I want to be part of your life. I want to see this exotic life that you live. And that's the very thing. The thing that I thought that people would have hated 
or, you know, ostracize me for. These were the things that people wanted to know more about. And that's what I want my Caribbean people to understand. Embrace what makes you different and take it to the world. The world wants to hear what you have to say. That's excellent <laughs> advice. So uh, what has been some of your greatest challenges during the pandemic? Um, I think a lot of people were filled with fear, especially in the earlies. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of uncertainty. And one of the things that usually happens um, whenever there's a downturn is that the first thing they cut is marketing. The first thing. That has been forever. And one of the things is that I had to encourage people to understand, yes, your marketing budget may not be as great as you would like it to be, but there's so many things that you can do. A great strategy and a limited budget could work wonders. So it's not a matter of staying quiet. It's a matter of how do I use the resources that I have to get people to know more about me? So when the pandemic hit, I saw that as an opportunity to show up because I knew people needed to hear what I had to say and I knew people needed advice and they needed help. So that's when I really turned on the PR machine. That's when I was featured all over the place. That's when I, you know, was guest blogging and guest hosting and being interviewed because I knew people wanted to hear me. And I think people need to understand that as well. There are people who are in need, business owners, I mean, sorry. There are people who are in need, who need to hear your voice. This is the time that you need to show up. And one of the major challenges I had was trying to get people to see that, right? You are important. This pandemic is not going to do you in. You can use this as a stepping stone to do more and to do better and to help more people. Excellent. So, where do you see the business like a year from now? Oh, a year from now. Where am I, boy? I'm on a beach somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> In a year from now, I truly believe that I would help um, transform the lives of a lot of my people in the Caribbean. I have been working tirelessly. I have clients in St. Martin and, and um, Jamaica and all over the Caribbean, even in Trinidad and Tobago. And I've really been pushing them to get seen globally. And I think in a year, I would love to take a lot of at least, at least a hundred thousand Caribbean people with me, <laughs> you know, to show them People need to hear you. Yes. People need to hear you. I don't care what you think or what your thoughts might be telling you or what people might tell you, right? You need, you have a gift and you need to share it with the world. And I want to help you do that. Okay. And then long-term, what, what do you see or what do you mm. want for the business? Long-term, I see myself, you know, teaching other people to do what I do, you know, helping them change their mindset, helping them change the way they, they view themselves and, and view their circumstances and teaching them to help other people do what I think they should do, which is show up, show up and really show up, show yourself to the world. So what are some, like, so I've heard you, you know, saying you encourage, you know, the Caribbean people and business to show up and show up. What are some practical tips you'd give them? I mean, other than obviously coming to Carly Communications, but what so. are some <laughs> tips you'd give to somebody just starting a business or with a business that, you know, the pandemic has affected negatively? Are there any practical advice? From Definitely. I, I would encourage people to do things differently. What you've been doing before 
is no longer helping. It's no longer serving you. So you need to do things differently. You need to think out of the box. There are a lot of bookstores. This is just a practical example. There are a lot of bookstores out here. And I'm surprised none of them has like created some kind of online book club or, you know, something where they can engage with their customers and not just sell the physical books, right? If you can create some sort of community where people can come to, because people are craving that. There, there's no, as we say, lime in. There's no congregating. There will be eventually, but right now people are craving that human contact. So if you could create some sort of community where people could talk and interact and learn from you or learn from each other, I think that is as simple as opening a Facebook group. Or as simple as allowing people, allowing a way that people could connect with you virtually, like a workshop of some sort. So I think things like that are practical tips that they can use. And I also strongly suggest you use the media. The media is dying to feature experts. They are dying to talk about people and have you share your story and your knowledge and your experience with other people. They are dying for that content. So reach out to them and tell them, you know, you have something to say and nine times out of 10, they'll say yes. Okay, that's, that's insightful. That's <laughs> actually really insightful. So, you know, you've been, been in business for, from 2016. Mm -hmm. So you have quite a few years of experience under your belt. Mm -hmm. When you look back, is there anything you would have done differently? No, no. I've thought about it many, many times. And honestly, every single thing that I have gone through, bad and good, has brought me to this point, right? Bad has taught me the lessons. They've taught me what not to do. And good, well, good is always good, right? But I wouldn't change a thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carly, what do you think differentiates you from another marketing expert? What's your unique value proposition? When I first started my business, one of the things I absolutely hated was people who would come to us and they just want to do this and they want to do that because a sales rep recommended this particular media house. And I was like, this is not going to do anything for you. And what I realized is that a lot of these marketing experts, these sales reps, these people would use other business owners' lack of knowledge to their advantage. So they would put them in different um, articles in different media in different forms of advertising but it wasn't best suited for them they were basically wasting money because their ideal client was not were not um watching this particular oh, show or something okay. and I, I hated that i totally hated that because i'm like people work hard for their money they need to know how to invest it to get the best returns and that's why I created my business and I think that's what separates me from the rest I am not going to promote something just because I can get something out of it I'm going to promote something because it's right for you and it's the best investment for you and one of the fabulous things about me is that I think out of the box so when you come to me you're not just getting PR only or media only, you're going to get a comprehensive strategy filled with innovative ideas that you didn't even think of to help you promote your business. So I think that's one of the things that really sets me apart. As a friend of mine said, 
He said, I see people selling, you know, LinkedIn courses and Instagram courses and all these little things. But you, Carla, you put it all together. You are the person that takes all the pieces of the puzzle and puts it all together so it makes sense. And that's what I promise my people. When they work with me, instant clarity. They know exactly what they need to do, why they need to do it, when they need to do it to get the best returns. Okay. All right. And so for, you know, a brand new entrepreneur up and coming, what advice would you give them from um, a marketing and advertising perspective? One of the things I would definitely say is don't think that you need to do this alone. Somehow when we got into entrepreneurship, somebody said, hey, this is a one man show. This is a one woman show. You have to do it all yourself. And that is not true. We need people. We need people to help us. So don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Don't be afraid to invest with people, in people, sorry. And don't be afraid to join communities that can help you grow. Sometimes, you know, we, we try to use our family or friends to help motivate us, but they don't understand what we're going through on a daily basis. They don't understand how it feels to be sending out emails and not getting a response. Or you try to sell a package and somebody didn't, you know, take it up. They wouldn't understand. What you need is a community of people who are just like you to help motivate you, to help inspire you, to help give you advice, to give you feedback, honest feedback on what it is that you're doing. And, um, Last but not least, totally believe in yourself. We have these little gremlins in our heads that tell us, you can't do that. Who do you think you are, right? That's, you're not supposed to reach for these stars. You're not supposed to be in Forbes. You know, that's not supposed to happen for you. But you have to believe in yourself. We have this thing where we say self-praise is no praise. Trust and believe it is. You have to praise yourself first. You have to believe in yourself first and then put it out there. Okay, great advice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, so um, just to throw you off a little bit. Sure, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Carly, seeking some free advice here on behalf of the entrepreneur. <laughs> what is maybe one impactful thing you think an entrepreneur could do to help their brand or their business? I would say share your story. I mean, you're already on social media and you're already posting, you know, what items you have for sale, what packages you have to offer, but share a story, share something that has happened to you. Some, I mean, I'm not telling you to tell people your business as we say in Trinidad and Tobago, but be vulnerable, be a bit vulnerable and share a story, something that has happened to you and watch your engagement goes up because that is what people want to connect with. They want to connect with you. People don't want to buy your products or services. They want to trust that you are the right person for them. And sharing your story does that. Okay, I love that. <laughs> I love that. All right. So I wanted you to share something about yourself. <laughs> sure. That maybe, you know, most people wouldn't know or wouldn't have guessed. Could be something oh. fun, something quirky. My God, I'm an open book. Um, I used to dance. Okay. Back in the day, I was dancing in Best Village. I was part of um, Baratire Folk Performers. Okay. Yes, and I used to dance. I danced in Carrie Festa 5. Okay. Yes, on the global. Oh, wait, I'm doing global stuff since us. <laughs> yeah, 
I was in Kari Festival. I danced on the stage. Okay, excellent. Yes. So, I, I I I need to dig up that um that archival footage. <laughs> yes, I was gonna ask if you still dance. I don't, but I do want to start back. <laughs> okay, nice. You're right. Uh, been on the international. That's your birthright. Girl. Yes, I, I. You just brought it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Carly, it was an absolute pleasure hearing your story. <laughs> And your advice and your experience. Thank you for having and, me. And um, you really are an inspiration. And you, clearly you're making, you know, Trinidad and Tobago stand out. Yes. On the map. Yes. As my daughter said many years ago, she said, you can't make waves standing in one spot. She no. said that. Yeah. She said that to me. And that has stuck with me ever since. So I am out here making waves. Wow. <laughs> Okay, excellent. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Yourpreneur. Today, I had the distinct pleasure of interviewing Carla Williams Johnson. Carla has truly made her mark on behalf of Trinidad and Tobago and as a marketing and advertising expert. So I'm sure you learned a lot from Carla's interview and I look forward to seeing you on another episode of Yourpreneur. Take care.